Between the times when the oceans drank Atlantis and the rising of the sons of Arius, there was an age undreamed of. Unto this Conan destined to be reviewed on this episode of the Retro Rewind Podcast. Reflux Welcome, Rewinders and new listeners to the Retro Rewind podcast, where we take a fresh look at movies and games from 15 or more years ago. I'm your captain of the pod, Francisco Ruiz, and I'm joined by your XO and mine, Paul, the master cutter-upper interrupter powers. Don't you know the Dewey Decimal System? (laughs) Wrong movie, XO. Also for this discussion of the film, Conan the Barbarian, not Librarian. Oh, Mm. I think I watched the wrong movie. Hold on. (laughs) (laughs) We welcome back aboard creator of the Dapper Man Reviews on YouTube, Kevin Joshua Burnham. Welcome back, Kevin. Thank you. And by the way, I have to the adventure, so I guess we're doing the wrong thing. Oh, right? golly sakes, two of you. That's two for two. <clears throat> a lot of, of living more. stone cast upon the family. Let's see if our other guests actually reviewed this or watched this movie. Along with Kevin, we have back aboard a narrator of High Adventure at the Untold Podcast and ship's clergy, Nathan James Norman. Hey, Nathan. Oh, my goodness. What did you guys do to the ship? I'm not used to driving around in this thing anymore. It's uh, I'm sick. Oh, uh, did you put like a new hyperdrive in or what? What's going on? No. Oh my gosh! <laughs> Not to the ship. No, we're outside. <laughs> we have a COVID bubble around us. Um, not, Ew! I, I don't want to be in a COVID bubble. I mean, oh, we had a bubble away. We from had it. demons attack it in the middle of the night, oh, okay. but we were able to fend them off. So maybe that's okay. maybe that's what you're experiencing. Must be feeling something. Motion sickness. I'm getting older too. That could be it. And that could be it. Oh, but now that you, you have a quick flyby of who we are, Paul, can you give us a quick overview of the production specs for Conan the Barbarian? All right. Conan the Barbarian was released in theaters in the year 2011 <sighs> and starred the Aquaman. And, Paul, um, I, you know what? I honestly thought the other day, Paul hasn't done one of his switcheroos or trying to throw me off in a long time. <laughs> but here it is. <laughs> yeah, it's Conan the Barbarian. No, so the Arnold Schwarzenegger, Conan the Barbarian, Paul. Oh, did I? There's another one I should have watched. Okay. All right, Conan the Barbarian, the Arnold Schwarzenheimer version, is released May 14th, 1982 in the U.S. of A. It runs nine minutes over two hours and is rated R for some weird reason. Mm. It was directed by John Milius or Milius. Milius. As soon as his name came across the screen, I knew I was going to have I was going to mess up that name. It was written by him and Oliver Stone. Do you think it was the Oliver Stone, or is it a different no, Oliver Stone? No, it is the Oliver Stone, but it, it was... He did the first draft that was rough supposed draft. to... Yeah, rough draft oh, that was okay. supposed to be set in like a post-apocalyptic future, but John Milius did rewrite the set back in the ancient past. Anyway, continue. Oh, interesting. Oliver Stone didn't even pay for it. I've uh, never heard not. of any swords and sorcery stuff after, like post-apocalypse. I really? It was all no, free. there's a car- a Hanna Barbera cartoon called like Thunder of the Barbarian. I believe. Oh, that that's took true. Place post-apocalypse. Yeah, yeah. I didn't really consider talk. that swords and sorcery, but I guess it is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway, it was based on characters by Robert E. Howard, and then um, Wait, did I say E. Howard? He-Man? Like sword and sorcery post apocalypse. It's based on sword and sorcery, but there's too much science fiction. All stuff right, all right, all right. I won't interrupt you anymore. Apparently, we're switching our switching our roles here. I'm the captain now. The <laughs> <laughs> uh, music was composed by Basil. Basil Polidorus, Paul. Come on, my right. favorite composer. Can't get his name wrong. That's not John Billiam. Oh gosh. All right, you ready for the box office trivia game? Uh, I'm ready. Nathan, Kevin, are you guys ready? Yes. I'm as ready as I can be. And everyone uh, watching live, feel free to join in as well. Okay, Paul, go for it. All right. Conan the Barbarian was made for about $20 million and went on to earn almost $80 million in the box office. Given this and the fact that it was released theatrically in 1982, how high do you think it ranks in the box office among the other movies of 1982? 
Hmm. We'll go for the top 50. Top 50. Okay. So let's start with uh, Nathan. What's your guess? I'm going to guess 40. 40. All right. Uh, Kevin, how about you? Parking. 13. Uh, I'm going to guess... I'm going to guess 21. Blackjack. Uh, we have here live, we have Ashley guessing 28, Dale guessing 10, uh, and I assume if Baba was here, he'd be guessing 42. Uh, and Paul, what did it end up, where did it end up placing in the top 50 movies of 1982? It just missed the top 10 by going in at number 11. Oh, really? Wow. Okay, so Dale wins this time. Good job, Good Dale. Good job, Dale. <clears throat> well done. We'll, we'll give you that free 99 gift card sorting to you. Yeah, that's yeah, that's. We'll the send price. it by barbarian mail. <laughs> wow, <we> get it. <laughs> he just keeps going in a circle, though. It, it never really gets to you. It's just <laughs> yeah, it keeps going round and round. I keep pushing it. The wheel of pain. All right. Well, thank you for those factoids, Paul. And let's see if any of them factor into our memory mind melt or subsequent roundtable discussion, which we'll get into once Alice has located our target film. Alert! Alert! Target. Spoilers incoming. Establishing analysis vector. Warrior. Thief. Conqueror. King. Conan. Barbarian. Rated R. Starts Friday at a theater near you. Indeed, it does. Or does really? it? Probably back then it did. <laughs> okay. But here's our memory mind meld of the things we remember most about Conan the Barbarian, even though that commercial probably triggered enough that you don't need this memory mind meld, but uh, it's tradition. So. This was playing on television numerous times uh, next to the sequel or a Ray ha Harryhausen film as a boy learns steel is all he can trust before a warlord kills Conan's family and is enslaved by Darth Vader. But enslavement has, ma has made him into a hulking gladiator. Uh, Conan is set free and adventure leads him to take on snakes of set. Conan's wife is killed, but he gets his revenge and frees Max von Sindu's daughter. Uh, I mean, that was, I, well, I mean, Darth Vader was in this movie. Well, what's that about? So I guess we were. Decepted. But the rest of that, I think, oh, was Darth, pretty right. Darth Vader's voice. His I, voice. Okay, yeah. Did you? It looked like that was a younger James Earl Jones at the beginning and an older one at the end. Oh, really? I, 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 to me, maybe I was, my mind was doing tricks. He looked a little heavier in the end it looked a little skinnier in the beginning but maybe i was i don't know yeah i, know. I didn't rewind to find out okay. and do a shot comparison it, but i was just wondering if anyone else picked up on that it looked the same to me but it, right. it's possible i'm imagining things based on those memories real or imagined uh what rating did they lead you to, pre to predict for this film before rewatching it classic nostalgic or tragic let's start with kevin this time what was your prediction for conan the barbarian i predicted nostalgic nostalgic how about you, Nathan? I thought it was going to be nostalgic as well. Nostalgic as well. And Paul? No, nostalgic. <laughs> okay. <laughs> There's a no, I'm not going to give you my prediction. Uh, well, this was my birthday pick for this year, so Happy birthday. Classic is my was my prediction. Oh. Oh, yeah, so sweet. Yeah, happy birthday <laughs> everyone else who thought less than. <laughs> right. Thanks a lot, people, guys. We thought up. less if he saw it was a Disney production. Why would I pick a Disney production for my birthday pick? Never gonna happen. You but never I guess, know. Yeah, I yeah. Guess Disney's buying know. everything out. Disney might buy you state out, out next. Anyway, it'll be interesting to see if those predictions came true. But first, let's get into our roundtable discussion of the things we liked most about Conan the Barbarian. Let's spin up our best three. There will be our best two things this time, since there's four uh, of us. So let's start with Nathan. What's one thing you really liked about Conan the Barbarian? I liked the world building. And what I mean by that, the way it told the story and built the world around it, it didn't like spoon feed you everything. Mm -hmm, it just mm -hmm. was like, here is the world that it that, that we're in. Yeah. 
And this is just how it's happening. It's like, oh, here's a witch. Why is there a witch? I don't know. Yeah. There's a cavern with a dead king. Well, well what's he a king of? Nope, we're not going to tell you. Uh, <laughs> Thusel Doom can turn into a snake. Wait, he can turn into a snake? Yeah, right? you didn't what, know what's that? What's going on with that? <laughs> oh, demons will steal Conan's body if we don't tie him down and fight him off. Oh, wh- why? You know? Oh, snakes can be arrows. Don't you know that snakes can be arrows? Don't you use snakes as arrows? Right? I love that. Yes. I love that. It's, it's so good and it's refreshing and uh, so many movies today will just try and spoon feed you the world absolutely through yeah. clunky dialogue and this is just a beautiful way to do it yeah I I recently watched an, another movie uh, a contemporary movie that it had a lot of the same same uh, world building type things uh, where it's like it was based on a poem much like this was based on a book or based on was uh, it characters Conan the from Destroyer? a book. No, it wasn't that. But yeah, there's just there wasn't much spoon feeding, and that is a cool thing because it lets you imagine other things, and and you can sort of fill in the gaps or go to the source material. That is a really nifty uh, element of was this. Was it a Disney film. film like Moana? Paul, we're not to you yet, but obviously Aha, you want to talk. So it. <laughs> why don't you say what you like about uh, Conan the Barbarian? One of the things that I was pleasantly surprised uh, is that I've heard criticism about Arnold's acting, uh, especially with his voice and his dialogue, that mm-hmm. it was harder to understand in his earlier films. Mm-hmm. And this was 82, one of his earliest yeah. films. And I found his accent easily understood. Me too. But I mean, I... It, it sounded just like Kindergarten Cop or any of the others. So. <laughs> okay. I mean, it wasn't that much like I, I was expecting a lot worse. So yeah. I was yeah. pleasantly surprised by that. Absolutely. Here. So. So his his voice acting was what he was like. All right? Well, I liked Arnold in this role, yes. and I, I I'm I'm glad I didn't have to strain through it oh. like the the uh, people I will guess, say. allude to. Okay, gotcha. That makes sense. Uh, Kevin, was there was Arnold something that you really liked, or was there another character? Or oh yeah, was I, li- just... I like Arnold Schwarzenegger. I mean, Paul was biased. That was the eighties. People were weirder in the eighties. That. That's a good point. <laughs> Uh, so, what was something you liked, though, specifically, specifically, uh, Kevin? I very much enjoy the production value and the cinematography of it. Mm-hmm. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. Sorry, I just put that side by side, but you I guys... enjoyed it. When you see hundreds of those extras that's right there on screen. And oh, right. that was amazing. I yeah. That all of them in the robes, and I was like, how yeah. many are on there? Hundreds. Not yeah. CGI'd, and you could tell. Yeah. Sometimes you can see, if you're, if you're really paying attention to it, you can see a misdirection when someone's like throwing something into the water. You're like, okay, some of them look like they don't know what they're doing, but I don't care. I'm loving mm-hmm. this. Mm-hmm. And same, Shock yeah. up to the world building. Yeah. <laughs> Why uh, are they throwing that way? Yes, exactly. I don't know. <laughs> yep. Yeah. All, all <laughs> no, the costumes, seeing the grand landscape of just seeing the mountains and the lush green mountains and so forth. It was just absolutely yeah. wonderful to see. All these things you guys are talking about that I'm going to save for later. Jeez Louise. Sorry you hated this movie. Um, <laughs> yeah. Wow. Something I really liked was, uh, and it's funny, we sort of brought this up pre-show before we were recording, so you won't get it, uh, patrons. But um, I really, I thought it was such a cool element, uh, and it adds to the world building that you you spoke of, uh, Nathan. But and it, it was it was a totally an element that didn't need to be there. But the discussion of uh, Conan and Subutai's gods, I thought was just so cool. Like he talk, Subutai talks about his four winds. Conan talks about Crumb, and they're just talking about their their faith life, I guess you could say. And that's such it adds such a spiritual dimension to these characters that you don't get in a lot of movies nowadays, or in, in movies in general. You don't get this uh, this spiritual sort of side of people, regardless of what it is. Um, unless maybe it's a horror movie. I guess that happens more frequently. But I I just love that they took time to to flesh out these characters in that way. And I thought that was really, really cool. I pray to Krom. Krom, I've never prayed to you. I'm a liar. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm going to say? Screw you. <laughs> wow. All right, guys. Fine. Fine. Just trash my, my like. No, but no. I do like the spiritual um, aspect. No, the, the it, flavor it was, Well, it. even the... Even the opening where Conan's dad is talking to him. Oh, yes. I, mean, that is such, I mean, obviously the theology is bad. Oh, yeah, awful, yeah, yeah, of but, course, yes. But it was such a tender moment. Yeah. It, it really, I was shocked watching it again mm-hmm. how it's tender it was time. for this movie. <laughs> 
It was. Yeah, it no, was, it's good. It's especially, nice. yeah, especially it's, it's such an interesting juxtaposition or counterpoint to the brutality that's going to follow right after. Yes. It's, yeah, so that, it makes it all the more sweet for sure. Uh, but let's get into the things that were the sweetest for about for this movie for us. Sweetest things about this movie for us is what I meant to say. Uh, let's start. Fine, Paul. Let's sugar. start with you. What was your classic maker, Paul? The Dapper Man, Kevin, was talking about this earlier, but I, I put down the production designs. That's like the locations, the settings, the, the costumes, the props. It's all very realistic to me, and I thought that was great to see a movie like that. Why are you shaking your head at me for the people listening, <laughs> Francisco? <laughs> I wasn't gonna say then, but you pretty much stole my classic maker, Paul. Yeah, <laughs> I, I'll, I'll go ahead and just say it. I this movie, I was literally shocked with the craftsmanship of this movie. Yeah. I've seen this movie several times, but I've I've never focused on on it in the context of a review. And there's just so much craftsmanship from like you guys were saying the the production design, the costuming, the the way the the writing I there wasn't a lot of dialogue, but even that I felt was well done. Uh, let's see what else did I put down here. The the motivations of all the characters, I thought even though some of them were like simple, they're all very understandable. There's nothing like, well, why would he be doing that? Everyone seemed like, okay, right. this is, is very clear why they're doing what they're doing. Survival. Uh, <laughs> I want the two-headed snake. Give it to me. <laughs> even our Schwarzenegger's muscles had character. <laughs> yes. His <laughs> muscles were very de well-defined for sure. But yeah, it's just over here such, no one can see. Such a beautiful <laughs> I'm shy. It's such a beautiful movie. I, I just adore the the craftsmanship of it. Um which actually made me one of my dislikes very, very nitpicky, but we'll get there later. Uh Kevin, what did you uh really love about this film? Score. Oh, yes! The music. Yes, I'm so glad someone said something. I didn't it the didn't score. make my list, but oh. Absolutely grand and mm -hmm. I loved it. I mean, yes. I think I've heard of the score and other things too. I'm yeah. not have I Yeah, it's used well, a lot. They, they've used the things. scores. Yeah, they've used it a lot for for like movie trailers mm -hmm. and they they'll reuse it. Yeah. Okay. Exactly. Does this remind me like when you hear one of those scores like the one from Dragon Heart? You uh -huh. hear from the movie, yeah. but yes. you hear from other things and this yes. same thing. I thought the same right. thing with this one. Like exactly. I know I've heard this from somewhere else, but I could just listen to the soundtrack by itself, and I would be just as content because Same it's that amazingly well done. Yeah. I, I feel that way about almost all of Basil Polydorus's scores, whether it's Robocop or Starship Troopers or Quickly Down Under. I, there's so, he's, I'm so sad he's passed on because I think he could have done so many more yeah. great scores. But He's done he's um, many projects with the director because there were surf buddies, and I, I looked into that. When I was listening to the um the, the commentary, they were talking uh -huh. about how they went out surfing out together. And I'm oh, like, oh, oh, okay. I thought you were talking about a movie called Surfing Buddies. <laughs> I'm like, okay. <laughs> oh, they were surfing buddies. Okay. Yeah, so I was like, That's oh, wow, cool. okay. So these two were really, you know, really good friends together. So they did a lot of things, but listened to the music. And I listened to his other music after I listened to this one because I didn't know too much about this um, mm -hmm. music composer. Man, I'll, I'll, it's like I found a new favorite to put on my list. You guys are still talking about the music. Can you hum a few yes. bars? Because I thought it was a very forgettable. Dun 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 Oh, there you go, folks. Copyright John Williams. Yeah, no, actually, that was that was my classic maker as well. Oh, really? Oh, cool. Okay, that's awesome. Sorry yeah, to the, uh, Basil Polidorus. Uh, it was amazing. I, I was listening to this, going, "This is just so beautiful." Like uh, Valeria's theme when she was on the screen. Um, my only quip quibble with it was mm -hmm. the opening raid music was a little too upbeat. Uh, you know, I could see that as, as they're coming, like Doo -doo -doo, almost should be more dour you know? or something. It was in a major key. It should have been in a minor key. Ah, um, okay. As as they started slaughtering, it went down to a minor key. But I was looking into it. There was a 90-piece orchestra, 90-piece orchestra for this movie. 24-member wow. choir singing fake Latin. Uh, <laughs> just fantastic. I, <laughs> I mean, so much, so much work. You could tell the depth of it. It wasn't... 
you know, synthesized. It wasn't uh, a few people playing multiple instruments. You could tell this thing was was a live recording. I mean, they, they used some technology to change some uh, tempo and pacing, but man, it's wow. beautiful. It was wonderful. I loved it. And unfortunately, I went on to like Apple Music to see if oh. I could listen to it. Yeah. And it uh it's it's not available. It's like no you, oh, you, you no. can't listen to this. Very disappointed. Ah. Uh, you can listen to it other ways, but yeah, it should be available everywhere. That's I'm wondering if it's on Just Spotify. Stream the movie. That is an, also an option. Let me ask my my or friends. Or get a DVD like me. <laughs> there you go. Or get the DVD exactly. Does that have an audio track only? Unfortunately, it doesn't. All it has is the commentary, it has the um, what was it? The behind the features. Oh, uh, yeah. It didn't have my just copy. An audio. Didn't have any of that. I'm I'm so so glad both Nathan, you and uh, Kevin brought the music because yeah, that was a big love of mine. I'm disappointed that I, I, it didn't make it. I didn't. We didn't have enough likes to share, but so so glad. I'm um, disappointed too. Oh, another one. If you, you know if what? You, want. you know what? I'm gonna it have to, Paul. You know what? You're right. I'm gonna throw in another like that I really enjoyed, and that is. Geek Devotions. Geek Devotions is a collaboration of devoted geeks that are devoted to letting people know that they are loved. They produce a weekly geek culture-infused devotional, their podcast ComTalk, and written articles all designed to encourage and challenge the people in the geek community, bridging the gap between their faith and their geekdoms. Find all their content at geekdevotions.com. I've heard of them. Whoa, you have? No way. I think I saw them last week. Oh, cool. Did they talk about Conan the Barbarian? Kind of. Okay, so what's the tie-in here, Francisca? Well, they talk about lots of geeky things, and this is a very geeky movie with the the fantastic... (laughs) You call Schwarzenegger a geek to his face, even today. (sighs) Not going to do it. Whatever. How about some? How about some trivia about Conan? Would that be more akin to what you guys want? Yeah. All right. Did you all realize that real arrows were shot into the giant snake, the one that when they go down the tower and they're they're getting the eye of the serpent, and there's that big snake there? So real arrows were shot into the giant snake right over Arnold Schwarzenegger's head. John Milius, uh, who's the director, shot them himself after he, it was determined that he was the best archer in the crew. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> oh, no, no way. Yeah. But it was so, the 80s, so their advice weren't as valued as now. Yeah, exactly. It's really <laughs> fine. We'll be all good here. My question to you guys is, what would people in your friends group or workplace say among them, uh, among you all, uh, are that you are best at? So John Millis was the best archer. What would your, your workplace, people in your workplace or your friend group say that you are the best at among those people? Let's start with Paul. I'm the best interrupter so much that they made me a master. <laughs> Not drop quite the mic. what I was going for, but okay. I'm... Actually, no, don't drop the mic. You're the master in <laughs> yeah. that. That's your that's your I one tool. I always have the mic. <laughs> Never dropping it. How about you, Kevin? Oh, can you take, have me go last? I'm go to back to uh, him later. About, okay, Nathan. Well, our office administrator at the church that I work at uh, said that I'm the best at putting up signs. Wow. Yep. Yeah, no. So we, we do a meal distribution on a regular basis. So it goes up and comes down regularly. Uh-huh. And I get into the office yesterday and she goes, hey, uh, do you want me to go get the sign out of storage? And I go, yeah, uh, no, I'll, I'll go get it. Okay, because you're really good at putting that up. <laughs> like, you're so fast and you just know where it goes. And I'm like, okay, just say, can you put up the sign? <laughs> I was right. about to say. And she's like, I, oh, I, but you're so good and everything. She's buttering you up because she doesn't want to do it. <laughs> right. It so... Like. So I'm walking. I'm like, please stop buttering me up. I'm doing the sign. Just say, can you put up the sign? And she's like, oh, you're so good at it. I'm so, you know, like just kept on oh going. So then I was making fun of her for buttering me up while I was doing the thing to another coworker. And she started in it again. She's like, oh, but he's so good. And he knows exactly where it goes. And it never blows away. He's such a good person blowing up the sign. So, yeah. So I'm good at putting up the sign. And uh, wow. that's what my coworkers it's, it's would say I'm probably best twice. at. Twice. Yes. She wasn't being sarcastic at all the second time? Actually, No. Three times, just on my cell phone right now. Uh, she, two days later, she texted me and said, "You are so good at putting up a sign." We get a call. Who's this? Brian Singer. Uh, yeah. Oh, hey, hey, guys. Yeah? yeah. I know it's been a while, but I just wanted to call in and say, just let you know, I 
It's true. Nathan is the best that puts up signs. I gotta tell you. How okay, did you know bye-bye. that? Bye. Uh, okay, Brian. Because he thanks. saw the sign and it opened up his eyes. He saw <laughs> there the sign. There you go. Sounds like wow. it. All right. That was unexpected, delightful, but unexpected. Let the window open up Brian Singer's eyes. <laughs> what? <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, Kevin, how about you? What would your workplace or friend group say you're the best at? I'm sorry. I'm just trying to think. Because How about the best loader? No, everyone wants to fight. Everyone wants to debate about who's best loader is. People debate like who's the best employee. Uh, I, I really, I don't really, I really don't look because I don't look to be the best at anything. Who, is, a who has breeds. the best accent amongst your workers? Oh, again, they will not say me. <laughs> They'll say somebody else. Oh, because they can't oh, understand why I say most of the time. They say. How about amongst your friends? You're amongst friends here, so I say. I don't know. You, you tell do. me what uh, you think you're best at me at because I don't. I don't ask that kind of question for people. I don't know. I don't know what to think, to think of people. So, uh, picking uh, obscure movies to review. Okay, I'm best. We'll go with that. Okay, I'll, that? I'll, say, I'll, say, I'll say one something. Um, my family will say I'm best at memorizing movies. Movie lines and things they've said from 20 years ago. There you go. Uh, All right, we got our yeah. best. Uh, fantastic. A thing from 20 years ago. Wow, that yeah. that is a scary superpower. Right. Yeah, I'll remember exactly what they said, and I'll put it down on paper, and then I'll recite things like, "We hate you." <laughs> but, <laughs> thank you for memories. Okay. Oh my gosh. Awesome. Awesome. You're the best, but we hate you. Yeah. <laughs> wow. What about you, Francisco? What about you? You're asking us. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Save by Paul. It's like a. All right, Francisco. What bear is best? <laughs> yes. What's this best? Balance Galactica. Um, no, the <laughs> probably among my my friends, they've they've said that I'm really good at figuring out the things that I like and investing in doing those things. Like, not like, oh, I don't know if I'll do, try this or try that. Actually, like, okay, I'm going to do this thing. Really like it, whether it's, like, doing a Star Wars starter or doing archery or doing this podcast. They're, like, you're, you're good at picking things and knowing what you like. So that's what they've said. I thought he was going to be best at hitting Disney to that. and uh, Monty Python. Oh, oh, okay. oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm going to add to that, though. Francisco, mm. you are fantastic at building community. Oh, uh, oh, wow. you, you just really, really are. You bring all sorts of people together in all sorts of contexts. And is that what this strange smell is? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the it's all these people around. Wow. Okay. Thanks. Thanks for that, Paul. Well, thank you so yeah. much for that, Nathan. That's very kind of you. I, I would say I'm, I have improved a lot in that area. So thank you. I, I appreciate that a lot. Um, and great trivia, Francisco. And Nathan, you're awesome oh, at putting signs up. Yes. Oh, so I've thank heard. You. I'm, I'm glad to have confirmation from multiple sources. <laughs> I have yet anyway, to see signs. Great trivia, Francisco. And I have our, oh, I have the answer to our previous audience question, which Ooh. again was, what video, ga- what video game would you like to read a graphic novel of? In fact, I don't have the answer because there were no answers sent. So, Nathan or Kevin, how would you answer this question? Hmm. Oh, I would answer this question by saying Mega Man. uh, Because I literally just read Mega Man to my son uh, an hour ago when I put him to bed. Nice. Mm -hmm. Now, which version of Mega Man? Oh, yeah. Now, here's the the hard thing. We went to my comic book store to find Mega Man comics, Uh and they had two because they're out of print from Archie. Oh. So we bought those two, and then I contacted Archie. They're like, yep, they're out of print. We lost we lost license. We can't give them to you. Oh. But I found on my library's like website, Hoopla, uh-huh. I can I can still get them digitally there. So we're nice. reading them on my iPad. Oh, cool. So it's the Archie 1 through, I don't know, 58 comics that we're working our way through. Very, Very cool. cool. Awesome, awesome. Kevin, do you have a video game that you'd like to see a graphic novel or comic of? Uh, right now I am playing Bioshock, so I wouldn't mind Ooh. seeing a graphic novel of Bioshock or a novel. That'd be cool. I've I've yeah. I've seen people play Bioshock. I've never played it by myself. It looks like a very fascinating it's game. It's of fun. Yeah, uh, it's right now I'm on Bioshock too. Okay, very cool. All right. All right. So now we have this episode's listener question. The trivia was about the best. Well, the question is, what film do you consider Arnold Schwarzenheimer's to be his at his best? 
If only Arnold Schwarzenheimer was an actual person, Paul. Yeah, I think... Isn't that what he called himself in, um, or something similar to, uh, Last Action Hero? Oh, maybe. I don't recall. That's been That's too long ago. That's what I was ago. going for. But oh, anyway, Arnold Schwarzenegger's, okay. uh, what do you consider his best film? Uh, okay. Role? Okay. Very cool. Send your answers to trivia at retrorewindpodcast.com. By the time we record our next episode, which usually gives you about a week and a couple days, of course, people watching here live can answer right now. Just send an email to trivia at retrorewindpodcast.com. But now that we have all had some trivial fun, let's find out what memories you, our awesome, awesome rewinders, had about Conan the Barbarian. Christopher Wilson Sullivan uh, said... Tiny. So yeah, Tiny from Earth Audio <laughs> says, What is best in life? Crush your enemies, see them driven before you, they hear the lamentation of the women. Wow, that sounded just like Tiny. James <laughs> Harleman says, What is best in life? I think Tiny just answered that. Wow, yes. Uh, Stanley Wright says, A classic story of good versus evil with magic and swoleness. <laughs> yes. L.J. Lowry says, heads rolling, Arnold swinging that sword, and the theme song. Especially when they use that theme in the Ocarina of Time trailer so many years later. So check out that trailer yes. if you like the music. In our Facebook, he posted that, yeah. Uh, Nate Henderson says, isn't this clip from the scene when Conan prays to his father to guide his sword? No, that's a Princess Bride. Yes. Also, the clip that Paul used was from Conan the Destroyer, not the Barbarian, but whatever. You got the point. Anyway... My name is Wardell White. You killed my father. <laughs> Prepare to die. No, Wardell says, "Thank you. thanks to TBS, I remember more about Conan the Destroyer than the Barbarian. Mm. But of Barbarian, I remember James Earl Jones, a long period where no one spoke, and it being bloody. Cool music, though. Indeed. But what was so bloody about this film in a I think it was metaphorical bloody. way oh so much so that we wouldn't want to see it again let's move on to the things we didn't like about conan the barbarian let's spin up our worst three or worst two things in this case and i'm going to start with paul this time what's it's not a tumor oh sorry wrong <laughs> arnold film wow what would be a tumor about this film though paul um i generally like the genre of um, what do they call this? Uh, what did I say earlier? The, the swords it's like adventure, and... yes. It's sword kind of sword and sandal, and... sword and sorcery. Sword and sorcery. Yeah. yeah. But I have yet to find one that I absolutely love because a lot of it contains... Oh, this one contains a little bit more violence and blood than I care for. Mm -hmm. um, not at all the parts, but the ones that are like... I know, it, especially at the end, like that that looks more like grape juice filling <laughs> or spilling out of people uh, but at the bow of the mountains you're the, talking about the blood that they used in this the fake blood was yeah. powdered so they had to mix it with water oh. but it was so cold that it was freezing so they mixed oh. it with vodka and uh and the actors they were supposed to spit it out at the end but they weren't they were drinking oh my it. Gosh. <laughs> <clears throat> wow Fun facts. Here we go. Yeah. But so it's just too bloody for you, Paul? That's it's a little more violent than my usual romp if I want to sit down and have a good time. Okay. Is there, I'm curious, Is so you said it's hard for you to find a sword and sorcery movie that doesn't have that. Is some none really come to mind um, that you would recommend or prefer? No. Okay. I don't know. All right. Lady Hawk? No, that's not really Sword and Sandal. Never mind. Hercules versus the Moon Men, maybe? Wow. Oh, I haven't seen that, but... That's a real know. movie. Yeah. Hercules, The it. Legendary Journeys with I've Kevin I've seen Sorbo. Hercules Meet Three Stooges. Wow. Oh. Okay. Hercules in New York? You've seen that one too, haven't you? Oh, the Arnold one, where he's even younger. I think yeah. they dubbed his voice in that one. They did dub his voice in that one, yes. Uh, let's go to Nathan. What's something you didn't like that you would have liked to have dubbed out of this movie? <laughs> Good choice of words. Thanks. I didn't like Schwarzenegger's exclamation sounds at the first half of the film. Crumb. You know, like, no, <laughs> no, no. Like, oh. like when he's falling or yeah, when he's, he's getting, getting beat up. up. And, and it sounds like because yeah, we yeah, have yeah, his yeah, modern yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah he, he's going, turbo man. And it's the same sound he makes in his comedies like Kindergarten Cop or Jingle yes. All the Way. Uh -huh uh later so so in retrospect it's like no that doesn't like it, it just really took me out of the movie as i'm chuckling yeah. several times at the beginning it's getting beat up <laughs> <That's> <laughs> <funny>. <laughs> which wasn't okay all right that's fair 
I, it didn't really strike me that way. I was I was in pain for him when in those gladiator scenes when the guy was chewing his ear off. But whatever. Apparently, you like him being in pain. <laughs> Come on, poor kill me now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Kevin, what's something you didn't like about uh, about this film? I am a huge fan of movies that are much slower, uh-huh. that run slower. I don't really care too particularly on faster paced ones. Mm-hmm. Oh, film, have we got a list for you? But go ahead, continue. Yeah, I know we, we don't we don't share from? the same feelings on certain films. So um, anyhow, this film I think was much slower than necessary. It should have sped oh. up some. Huh. Okay. And, and for an for an adventure film, I felt like it was dragging. Mm. That should have been better, and the characters were just they were quite boring. <gasps> the characters it's felt. This- it's, it's some, these characters were like boring me. I'm like, oh my wow. gosh, get on with it. Move, do something, you know, give me a reason why. It, it's like it took them forever to get to a certain point, and it drove me up the wall sometimes. Okay, interesting. Are, are I, you sure we don't have the similar views? Because that sounds awfully familiar, things I've said. <laughs> <laughs> certain, certain directors and film um, anchors can do it very well. Mm-hmm. This one, I don't think. <laughs> The director did it very well at for this time for this film. Huh. I, I didn't I, I find that s- at all, but okay. I can see where he was trying to make it more epic. And you I believe that's what happened. But, I believe, but yeah. Yeah, I believe he was trying to make it more of an epic film. It just mm-hmm. didn't turn yeah. out as epic as he was um, wanting to be. Even though Hurry I love the cinematography and how mm-hmm. it just laid on that shot for a while, but it mm-hmm. felt like, okay, like me, I wish it would have been more violent, more. That's just me, though. I think it should have been more violent. Oh, okay. Yeah. Like more action set pieces yes. or something? More vodka. Wow. <laughs> yes. <laughs> for for me, um, it's funny that you said it was uh, too slow, slow overall. Um, I spoke to how much, how well I thought this film was crafted. So the one, my one dislike before are Tragic Makers, for me was there's this one shot when he, he left um, Valeria and Supatai, and he's going to try to find uh, Thulsa Doom at Mount Doom. Thulsa Doom in his mountain of power, not Mount Doom. This isn't Lord of the Rings. Um, he's, he's going to search for him, and this is before he gets to Mako, or the, the wizard. And there's this one shot where it's like, a, I think it's a night for day. He's riding his horse and they do like a slow-mo. They actually like it's, and it's not a good slow-mo. It's just like one of those where they shot the normal frame rate, but they were like, we have to pad this out. So we'll just slow down the, the, the frames. I'm like, why, why this film is done so well? Why would you put that in there? It makes no sense. So it, that you have bothered to stretch me. it past the two hour <laughs> mark in a few I, places. I guess I, it just, that was some very nitpicky that I just caught. I'm like, that didn't need to be there, so that bothered me. Uh, but let's get to the things that really bothered us the most. Let's get to our Tragic Makers for Conan the Barbarian. Um, Paul doesn't want to get to Tragic Makers? Oh, okay. No, I do. Give it to me now. Oh, okay, Paul, <laughs> go for it. Um, Kevin almost took the words right out of my mouth. It's slow and boring. What the junk is not so boring? <laughs> More than anything. Wrong. My goodness. So wrong. Let me take See, a moment and and have the boy just stare and then go back to the guys and then more staring and then oh. staring some more and slow crossing it's showing journeys. Progression desert. of age, Paul. No, that's him turning the wheel. I got that. I'm talking about in real time. You do not get that strong pulling the wheel like that without loads of protein. That's true. Yeah. I, that's well, they didn't show him going in different angles either. So <laughs> to get to build up all his muscles. Yeah, you turn around and have his feet on it and push it like hand yeah, hands the crab yeah. walk. Yeah, exactly. That's it's leg day today. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they did show his full body how it looked like after the wheel pulled. Mm. I, I don't know. <laughs> I disagree. I don't think I, I didn't feel like it was a, a movie that dragged on, yeah. especially because they just kept throwing this weird stuff in your face. And you're like, whoa, whoa wait, what? Exactly. Right. Yeah. But anyways, I, I understand. I can understand. Yeah. Um. I, I will say, were you done, Paul? Or no, not yet. Oh, I can go on more with more stuff, but I think I've said my piece. OK, I will say in in tacit, I think I'm using the right word, agreement mm. with Paul and Kevin my tragic maker is actually one part that get does 
always, every time I've seen this film, it always slows down at this one part. I'm like, and here we go. Come on. Let's get through this part. Um, and it's the part where uh, he's gotten to uh, the Mount of Power. He's in, his, he, he's in the fake uh, priest outfit. And they capture him. And then I don't know why, but it just seems to slow down so much between then and whenever Subutai comes and gets him and they're trying to figure out how to revive him. That's because yes. it's slow and boring. That, yes, that part is. Not the rest of the movie, but that part is. And I get what they're... I, I understand it's cool seeing him have this sort of pseudo face-off with uh, Thulsa Doom and how Thulsa Doom has changed. He's no longer going for steel. He's going for just people, I guess, and and what the role of steel is. And going having that sort of um, almost resolution to what this sort of inner uh, riddle or inner sort of story aspect was but i feel like that could have gone by a lot faster or they could have cut some things i'm not sure what it was but i felt like it was just it's just for whatever reasons for it slows down for me right there uh, and i no, I, I can't I think agree of with you. how i would take it any part out because i feel like it's all mostly necessary so i don't know how you fix that well you but. think you think like the fact that he's captured and tortured, mm -hmm. that should be very high energy. Mm -hmm. I think my guess what they were going for, and this was one of my likes that I took out, was uh, Thulsa Doom. Uh, I like him as an antagonist because he's not just this barbaric, physically powerful person. He is he's mentally and emotionally powerful. People are willing to lose like daughters are willing to leave their fathers yeah. to follow this man. Mm -hmm. They're They're willing to murder their own parents to follow this man. I mean, that's. That is like a, a kind of power that's incredible. And I think that's what they were trying to show there is yeah. this like psychological power that he has. Yeah. But but it doesn't work. You're right. It's yeah. boring. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> um, but let's go with was there anything that bored you to tears, Nathan, or just was otherwise your your tragic maker for Conan the Barbarian? OK, my tragic maker was almost James Earl Jones's hair. Uh, I'm not what? sure what was going on with that. All right. I didn't notice. Oh, I don't know. I don't know if that's his natural hair or if that was a wig, but man, it just didn't fit his face. It, mm -hmm. it didn't, it didn't, it, it was shaped poorly around his head. I don't know. Mm -hmm. I didn't like it. It didn't look like uh, a Darth Vader helmet at all. Right. Well, oh my gosh. I think that's what it was. <laughs> uh, no, but my tragic maker was the overall narrative framework. I mean, I liked the voice. And oh, the you mean idea. it was slow and boring? Oh my God. Wait, no, 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 oh, okay. no, no, no. So it starts off uh, with a Kelly Clarkson song. What doesn't kill you what? makes you strong. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Is how many people no, no. sang that song? I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> It starts off with the narration and the voice sounds good and mm -hmm. the depth of it sounds good. But the narration, like it, it already takes away some of the drama of the story because he says, I'm going to tell you about my master and how he became king. And you're like, oh, OK, so he lives. Oh, oh right? yeah, that's a good so point. I never thought about I'm that. I'm no longer concerned with his physical safety. And that's OK. So then then you have to think as a, a viewer, like, OK, he's going to. um so we're going to see all the things that he gave up or the struggle and the strife to become king. That's great. And then at the end, literally, he says he eventually. Well, OK, so at the end, you see the tower and you see all of the followers of Fulsa Doom mm -hmm. like mm -hmm. are there. And I'm like, oh, this is how he becomes king. Right. Oh. They, they all they all turn to him and say, oh, you're our leader now. And so now he's their their king. Right. Is that what happens? No. <laughs> they throw their their fire away. They walk away and the narrator comes in and he goes, he eventually became king, trust me. <laughs> yeah. But that's, that's a right. story we'll for another told. time. Except uh, here, enjoy this enjoy this still shot of Schwarzenegger, right? <laughs> Suckered into the prequel. <laughs> so so it started off like the whole story started off, this is how he became king. And then it's like that's a story for another time. <laughs> Wait, but that's the story I was watching. Right. Fool you. <laughs> <laughs> And that is an excellent. Yes, I think I think that falls on its face. Yeah, for sure. Well, I think that leaves Kevin. What ultimately falls on the face for you regarding Conan the Barbarian? Well, I'll just say for Nathan that this was supposed to be a four movie part, but yeah, it, it was happened. supposed to be four movies. Yeah, I understand that, yeah. but they started with a promise that they did not fulfill. Mm -hmm. That is very, very true. Mm -hmm. Um, so for me, my tragic maker is the miscast by James Earl Jones. 
Really? Uh, he I thought he was perfectly cast. He was okay. the most boring villain I have seen. In the movie. Uh, what? Really? Boy, you already said boring, so know, it's boring extra boring on top of boring. Okay, it's, it's just, I like it. <laughs> I mean, oh, wow. Okay. I mean, the loves of the character, the story was slower than necessary. How'd they get his eyes but, blue? Like yeah. contacts. Well, contacts again. Eighties contacts. <laughs> Come on. Yeah. Probably cut his eye up, but um, yeah, his wig. I mean, he, he, there was so much of him staring. Yeah, and not yeah. enough. That's of where him his actually... power is. He hypnotizes you like snakes do. That's the whole point. I didn't feel like he was actually hypnotizing anything. Well, not you, but the people on screen. It, it looked like he was just staring. I wish that he had more talking roles or something that actually showed he had actually true anger. Because every time he did something, he was a wuss. He took off every time something happened. Every time, whenever You'd something... rather him have speeches. Well, like I think I'd rather have speeches or actually fight someone as, as as being a warrior that he's supposed to be, like everyone feared. Well, he didn't need to. He had that gaze, that look. Yeah, that I, people I, would just mesmer mesmerized exactly. by. I think it that's his ultimate power is that he doesn't have a lot of physical strength necessarily. Like obviously, he couldn't overpower Conan. He just lopped yeah, his head he off. Yeah, he didn't make anything. Just, Turn into a snake and strangle him. But that I just, which I think he turned into a snake what one time, and that was it. It was like, okay, well, what happened? Well, you can't turn into a snake again. Come on, mate. For me, it shows how Conan tale. was able to not give in because at the end, it looks like he might be like, oh, oh, maybe I do believe you. But then I think the, there's a surge of him, his loss of Valeria, his loss of his uh, parents and people that snapped him into it. It's like, no, you're da going down. And so I I, I appreciate that Thulsa Doom's villainy was more based on his control of other people, which is, I mean, a lot of like cults in normal, like nowadays, that's how oh, the like people Biden. get- Oh, like Biden. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> well, wow. sorry. Um, he so should have used how... more Kool-Aid because whatever that green stuff that he fed them, that was it. And I was like, come on. It's just, it's just- he just looks with the hands so... in it. Ah, oh, no, 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 no. And the head. Yeah, the hand, yeah. the head, and so forth. Was there okay. a head in it? That's literally soiled green. To be yeah, made yeah. of people. I never thought about that. That is green as made of people. Yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> good one. But I'll tell you what. This movie is really good at bad animated special effects. What? They should have had that uh, an uh, an animation effect like a a warping around the edges when he was gazing so it seemed like something supernatural See, I don't think they yeah. could have done that well back then though I, I, I that's that what would I be mean cool. well, oh, it's okay. bad <laughs> so might as yeah, well throw to go in to, another bad to go to Francisco's point though I I, I agree with you on that closing end mm -hmm. um, it, it seemed a little antithetical because it wasn't this big match yeah. but yeah. I think this is some of Arnold Schwarzenegger's best acting because there is that moment where I'm watching this and in his eyes it's like, oh my gosh. And when he says, you are my son. Mm -hmm. And it's like every, it's like that father wound he has. Oh my goodness. What I've, what I've missed out on my entire yeah. life. And now you're going to fulfill it. And, uh, you know, and you can see it in his eyes and he's going there. And then, like you said, Francisco, he snaps and he yeah. goes, no. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> and, I'm stronger. And I, I, I think that was uh, some of the best acting I've ever seen from Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah. Well, well, not that. from my James Earl Jones, because it looked like somebody was part behind the camera holding the cute cards like, Say this, say this, and he's right there just reading the lines. Oh, All so right, it's fine. That, okay, we can, we can, we can agree to disagree, Kevin. That's totally fine. That's your tragedy. Well, I don't agree Jones. disagree. I don't fall for that. Okay, you you're wrong. Let's talk I'm about right. what we That's do fine. agree yeah. with. We, <laughs> Let's talk about what we do agree. Kevin and I agree that the wig was awful. Oh, God, I, yes. I thought it was fine, but whatever. Let's move on, guys. We've entered all our trajectories into the firing computer. Alice, do you have a firing solution for us? No. Okay, Firing solution complete. Rating salvo at the ready on your mark. Conan needed some salvo authority to be king. But there wasn't. Do we rate Conan the Barbarian a classic? We'd recommend anyone go see this movie, whether or not they've seen it before. A nostalgic, it's worth your time to revisit if you remember liking it as a kid or a young adult or whenever you saw this in the past. It'd be worth rewatching it now. But maybe not for the first time. It wouldn't be worth your time. Or a tragic, it's not worth anyone's time today. If you've never seen it, keep it that way. And if you have fond memories of it, don't sully those memories with a rewatch. Let's start with uh, Kevin. What is your final reign for Conan the Barbarian? 
You and you predicted a nostalgic. Let's see where it, if it changed or stayed the same. I thought you were going to say something else. A nostalgic. I thought it was one word. <laughs> I thought you were going to say that too. <laughs> um, it's still a nostalgic for me. Okay, it's still so nostalgic. Is, yeah, even though I, I didn't care for James Earl Jones and it could have been it's slower than I was hoping, but it still has a nostalgic value and it's still. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not something I want to just go and throw on my Blu-ray DVD players. Like, oh man, I can't wait to watch this again. But if someone asks me, it's like, yeah, sure, let's watch it. And okay, watch it. Very fair. How about you, Nathan? You also uh, predicted nostalgic. Where did it end up landing for you? Uh, I'm gonna have to stick with nostalgic. Nostalgic as well. Uh, okay. Yeah, if you if you watched it and you enjoyed it, uh, you go back and watch it, and you'll you'll still feel all of those things. But I don't think a modern audience is going to. Uh, react to this as well for for some of the pacing issues which i didn't find as a problem and i i do appreciate that uh in storytelling but also for uh just the the weirdness of the narration which i liked Mm. you know hey we're gonna use this snake as an arrow wait how do you use snakes and arrow we're not gonna tell you and we don't have to yeah (laughs) i love the fantasy I love it, but I don't think uh, I don't think modern audiences uh, would would go for it. That's totally fair. Paul, did you go for this film or not? Um, I've only seen this one time before, and that oh, was really? with you about oh, really? twenty years ago. <laughs> okay, um, come on, Paul, you gotta and, watch this with me. Okay, and I I remember kind of liking it, uh-huh. but I was it had been a while, and I was looking forward to watching it again. Mm-hmm. Um, unfortunately, it did not hold up as well as. I was even hoping to oh, remember. Okay. Mm-hmm. So according to the definitions, I'm going to have to rate this a tragic, a tragic. because I don't want to wow. don't sully them with. Uh, uh, um, I'm sorry. People are distracting me. <laughs> I have ADD sometimes, but um, what was I saying? Just oh, that, I wouldn't. Yeah, I wouldn't want to be like Mike Wazowski and sully my memories oh my with, by rewatching these. <laughs> All right. So. So tragic. Tragic from Paul, down from his nostalgic. Well, for me, I... Birthday I just, boy. Yeah, I. you know what? Things didn't change for me. I still enjoyed this so much. I, and I, unlike Kevin, I would love to pop this in and watch it again. I attempted to just watch this again a second time. I, I've never seen Conan the Destroyer or Red Sonja, so I'm, I, I'm actually interested in seeing I think that. you might like the Destroyer a bit more. It's less bloody. I'm, yeah, I'm guessing um, Paul would like that better. And Red is even less bloodier than that. And it has Ernie Reyes Jr. in it, which yeah. is kind of cool, too. Uh, but that's neither here nor there. Conan the Barbarian, for me, is a classic. So tallying oh, no. all the votes together, according to the Retro Rewind podcast, we rate Conan the Barbarian a dis- highly disputed nostalgic film. If you yeah. did see it as a kid or young adult or whenever and uh, think about picking it up again, yeah, go for it. But if you've I'm never so seen it before, call it a draw. <laughs> go see Paul. You said you didn't find uh you didn't say you didn't couldn't think of another sword and sorcery movie that you like. Still none that comes Not to you that, that you would I recommend would... above this? Hmm, I think um, I might got one that Paul me like, but I'll talk oh. to you later about that. Okay. okay. Conan and the Destroyer. Uh, yeah, yeah, just well, the is more fun. Dragon Slayer. I don't think Paul like. I think Paul. If, I haven't seen it. If Paul it. thinks this it, is slow and boring, he's gonna think it. that's slow and boring for sure. Though I seem to remember liking Dragon Slayer. Anyway, that's neither that's here nor there. Like How could you like that? <laughs> time to get back to your own time. Though. Good old twenty XX. Twenty XX. Receiving incoming transmission. <sighs> Feels good to be back, but we wouldn't have been able to travel back to 1982 to begin with if it weren't for our amazing reflex capacitors, namely Jared Holzhauer, Deborah Powers, Brian Keating, Patrick Hicks, LJ Lowry, Chris Cowan, Chris Owens, Geek Devotions, The Untold Podcast. Oh, he's right here. Yeah. James Kennison, Drew of the Cellcast, Ashley Cronenberg, Pastor Dusen, Kenneth In, Regime Dotaku, Ryan Lingle, That's Our Babo, Josh Ams, D. Tungsten, Andy Lewis, Jeff, The Dapper Man Reviews. Oh, he's right here, too. Oh, uh, the Tony from the Retro Days. And Mr. Lost, in addition to nine other awesome patrons as well, thank you all so, so much for keeping the gigawatts coming. And if you want to help us keep flying for as little as $1 a month and get bonus content for your generosity, head over to RetroRewindPodcast.com slash support to help us grow via Patreon, Subscribestar, or PayPal. This stream is sponsored by PaulJPowers.com.
And while we're thanking our supporters, we also want to give a big barbarian <laughs> hug <laughs> to our guests for coming and supporting us with their thoughts about Conan the Barbarian. We'll go in alphabetical order, starting with K, because Dapper Man begins with K, as in Conan. <laughs> um, where can people find you online? Is there anything cool you got going on that people should know about? If you wish to follow me online, you can go to youtube.com slash dappervan. You can also follow me on Facebook, where I have a Facebook page. Mm -hmm. I have Meme Mondays, so everyone seems to be excited about Meme Mondays and asking people their favorite quotes on Thursdays. Um, nice. Very cool. On Instagram, I'm on there, and I've just started Twitch, so I'm still learning about the whole social media online. But YouTube and Facebook is where you find me most at. Awesome. Not Ooh. Twitch, Twitter. Something, something with the Twitter. Team, right, right. Twitter. Yes, that's it. Thank you. <laughs> I was trying to remember. Something that begins with a TW. Yes. All right. I, TW. And Nathan, <laughs> how can people find you online or what do you got going on? You know, I appreciate the barbarian hug you just gave me, but You're I am welcome. now covered in your sweat. It yeah. is disgusting. Wow. It smells so Iron. sweet. <laughs> yeah, you can. Uh, you can find me at Untold Podcast at untoldpodcast.com, also on social media at Untold Podcast, on Twitter at Untold Podcast, on Instagram at Untold Podcast, where we capture the culture's imagination through speculative fiction. We are the award-winning oh, yeah. Untold Podcast right. because we just won the 2021 Realm Award for Best Audio Drama. So go up and there's... Nice. Was that, thank you, was thank that you. for special guesting on the episode of the Retro Rewind Podcast? It was not. Oh, missed it by that much. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we li we live about uh, what three thousand miles away from each other. So yep, just just about that much. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, but uh, but yeah, if 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 you like audio fiction, we've got over fifty hours of uh, audio fiction you can go and listen to. Untoldpodcast.com. Yeah, and I just started. I uh, have sharing some of those stories with my kids they both really liked it so definitely uh recommend untold podcast as well oh, uh, you started off at episode 14 right <laughs> if it causes you to sin yeah that's the one no yes. mm -hmm. i'm gonna say that's our only rated episode yeah, i know oh, really? don't now Nathan, don't show it to him i I, yeah. st I, I started at episode five and you've been keeping me entertained when i'm flying across so i just download the episodes oh, awesome. so i, I very oh. much enjoy it but whenever i go on my travels i'm like i know what to listen to so i download your and i very much enjoy it so just like mm -hmm. you know, oh thank you i appreciate the encouragement oh, mm -hmm. no problem. absolutely there's your five star review right there yes uh -huh. yes yeah. Five star, all the way. It only counts as if it's on uh, Apple Podcasts. I don't have Apple. Wow. I have Spotify, uh, right? Uh, uh, Thank you Does again. Spotify let you review shows? I think so. I want to say so. I, Regardless, thank you again, them. Nathan okay, okay. and Kevin. Okay, you're welcome. <laughs> you're welcome. Calm down, mate. Calm down. <laughs> Stop beating me up. Come. Crumb. Thank you again so much, Kevin <laughs> and Nathan. Uh, and a hearty thanks to those of you listening for the first time. And, of course, all of you who are part of our Rad Rewinder community, you all who watch us live every week, whether we're recording the podcast like you awesome people here uh, or I am playing uh, retro games or you're all an amazing group of people helping sustain the pod. But if you are looking for ways to get involved in growing this Retro Rewind endeavor, reach out to us on social media. We are at Retro Rewind Pod pretty much everywhere. Buy some of our merch, leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or Podchaser, become a monthly patron, or simply just share your favorite episode of the podcast with your friends so that more people can enjoy the content of the Retro Rewind Pod. Wrong! Conan, what is best in life? Crush your enemies, see them driven before you, they hear the lamentation of the women. You've been listening to the lamentation of the women. No, sorry. To retrorewindpodcast.com slash 233. Our review of Conan and the la uh, the lamentation of the women. With me as your XO, pauljpowers.com. Not crom, but dot com. Where you can find all my social media links. Again, that's pauljpowers.com. Thank you for the for being an amazing barbarian friend, Paul, and yeah. for another fun <laughs> voyage. Uh, I have been and continue to be the captain of the pod, Francisco Ruiz. Find me on Twitter at FXRetro underscore, uh, especially if you need pixel art work commissioned. Captain, we are on final approach to base. Um, barbarianism has been granted for landing.
do we need barbarianism for landing? I, I, I don't know. Okay. That's, you're the captain. <laughs> I don't think so. Let me enter the code. All right. Now I can land. Thank you, XO. And thank you all for listening. We pray you are more joyful now than when you first hit play. But like a Pokemon, we got to catch you all for the official kickoff of our annual Cypride season with Star Wars Episode 2, Attack of the Clones, our next episode of the Retro Rewind Podcast. Retro Rewind Mission Complete. Proceed to Nap Point Omega and return to base. Come, let's leave this place.